0: In this episode, we're talking about the similarities and differences between Pathfinder and D&D 5th Edition, so stay tuned. All right, folks, I hope everyone's doing well today. So if you've been playing tabletop role-playing games uh, for a while, you understand and you will know these two games off you know the top of your head, Pathfinder and Dungeons and & Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition specifically um, is obviously what we're playing right now. If you are playing D and D, you're most likely playing Fifth Edition. If you were introduced to Fifth Edition, if you were introduced to D and D in the last year or two, maybe three, even if you started watching Critical Role, Fifth Edition is what they're playing. In fact, they went from playing Pathfinder to Fifth Edition. Um, so we know for sure what these two um, systems are and what these two games are. Um, there is a rich history and an interesting history regarding how Pathfinder came to be. But more importantly, there has been a debate over which one's superior. And actually, I was having the same discussion last week um, at my local game store, which inspired me to really dig deep into that, into which is superior. and. As you all know, I don't like to say, well this is superior, this is better than the other. I, I don't you know I like to pick apart you know what the benefits, what the con, you know, what the pros and cons are um, what I like about one game and what I like about another and talk and give my opinion on what I would change about the game. Um, and obviously this is my opinion. you know you, you know those listening might be veteran gamers, you might be new to tabletop games. And you'll be, you know, I'm hoping that this episode will give clarity to both sides and to everyone in between. Of oh yeah, you know what? I can see where Brian's talking about that, um, and I can see what he says about this game or that system. But without further ado, let's start. Um, as many of uh, as many of y'all know in the audience, D and was created and published in 1974 by Gary Gygax and Dave Arneson, right? It's a, we know that it's a fantasy RPG where you and a group of friends go around adventuring alongside your dungeon master, game master, what be it. Um, And obviously we know that many of the choices, if not all of them, are determined by dice rules and and the DM acts as both the storyteller and the mediator, rather the co-storyteller. Again, this is a collaboration between players and uh, dungeon masters. Obviously, we know that the players earn characters, and they um, become more powerful as they increase in level. So, you know, D and D and Pathfinder have those same roots. We know that those are very similar, right? Characters in Pathfinder and D and D earn XP. They become more powerful as they grow in the, you know, as they increase in level. Um, Pathfinder actually stemmed from D and D three point five. So the you know three point five edition. Um, it actually was intended to be a modification or extension of 3.5. I joked around about it a lot. I don't know if y'all did, but I used to joke around saying that Pathfinder was 3.75. Like that, you know, that was the um, extension of 3.5. They had some modifications and they became a little bit more technical. And later on, Paizo, the company that um, published it and, and later on, you know, began to, uh, you know, run it. When they developed the Pathfinder system, they developed it on the 3.5 open game license. So it's the same. It's the same type of principle that we have right now. That's the open, the the 5e open game license, right? You know, every edition has an open game license. Hence the reason you have Kickstarters that say they're fifth edition compatible. Um, they're fifth edition compatible it means that they're using that you know that open game license to or gaming license to create something we've seen matt mercer do it we've seen matt colville we've seen you know uh dungeon master dave we we've seen a lot of uh just a you know few of the reputable people out there making some great material i mean kelsey from the arcane library she was here um recently shout out to her um she uses a lot of the open game, the the fifth edition open gaming license, um, as a published author, as a gamer herself, and as a writer. So, and you know, Matt from the Pickle Dragon, another awesome uh, person from the from the community. Basically, all the content creators use the fifth edition open game license, and with Pathfinder, their intention was that it was supposed to be backwards compatible. So it was you were able to you know have this extension of 3.5 and used um, 3.5 material, right? So it really wasn't until 4th edition came out in 2007 where it solidified Pathfinder. It it really solidified their official launch. So, you know, since really since 2009, there's been a lot of Discord. Um, There has been a lot of Disagreement in the community. I think it's kind of silly, but that's just me. I, I again I tend to see things as le- what's the benefit from both sides, but I Think that the main issue between the disagreement is style fifth edition D&D and Pathfinder have two unique styles. It's completely different. They're come they're not even you know, it's for it's different it's for different folks and you know they adopted different things and they focus on different things. So, for example, D and D fifth edition, it is huge on ease of entry and use of the game versus Pathfinder. Pathfinder focuses very heavily on mechanics. So, you know, D and D fifth edition is great. Um, it's great for both veteran gamers because of the ease of rules. Right, you can. Pretty much, you can, I can be, you know, going, I could go to my game store on a Wednesday night and they can say, Brian, which this has happened. Hey, Brian, can you run, um, an adventure league for me? Sure. No problem. Or, Hey, Brian, you know, our adventure league is canceled, but people are here to play D D. Do you have any DMS guild or any homebrew or anything that you could just kind of, you know, pull from a hat? Sure. No problem. I can do that because I know the rules. Most people know the rules. There's not a lot of micromanaging in the sense of gameplay. And there's a great balance between role playing and combat. Combat's a lot easier to manage. We all know that, right? You know, you're taking initiative and each player is really the um, steward of their own spells and, and maneuvers and all this other cool stuff. So... Especially for easier for newer players, it's easier to learn combat, and you essentially, you know, if we break it down this way, when you roll, you roll a hit, you know, you roll your damage, you add your other dice and other valuables, and you keep going, and it, it's very rudimentary. It's it's pretty easy, right? Um, the rule set is a lot simpler with D and D fifth edition. There's, um, it's pretty much meant so that anyone there's the entry into fifth edition is pretty low it's not as it's, it's not as crazy to get into but with that you have a trade-off you have the trade-off of less customization and complexity from official material again I'm going to underline official material um, you see in a lot of books and modules and I'll, and I'll talk about that later in the episode you see that they'll release a new race or a new subclass or a new this or that And that's cool and everything but it's really not that customizable like you you know they release these things little by little and for most people that I know they homebrew their material they they create or rely on other homebrewed material so you see more of that to get a specific thing that you want now versus Pathfinder Pathfinder is mechanically and strategically in-depth um, Path I see I personally see Pathfinder as the quote unquote war gamers RPG in the sense that it has a huge reliance on strategy tactics and simply put wargaming. It reminds me a little bit. Again, it is that 3.75, right? It's that 3.5 extension. Um, it reminds me a little bit of the war gaming that you know I would you know partake in. If, you know I was hanging out with my 40k buddies right um, yes the rules are a bit heavier that's a little bit of the downside right because it is gonna since it's uh, mechanically heavier the rules are gonna be heavier um, it's a it's a bit difficult to learn at first I remember learning Pathfinder and it took me um, a couple of sessions to actually learn what my character did um, you know, I remember first learning how to play the at my game store and it really overwhelmed me because I was, you know, this was a Pathfinder Society session. I was trying to remember everything. I was trying to think of like, okay, you know, what does my character do? What am I doing? You know, what's going on tactically? But, and, and I I was, you know, I overcame it and it was easy to overcome for me after a couple of sessions. I'm not going to lie. It took me a while, but that's what I mean. It's a bit mechanically heavy. I mean, I actually have a memory of... Um, he was a high school kid at the time. And I forget his name. Because um, I've only seen him here and there at the game stores ever since. And I honestly think it's because Pathfinder overwhelmed him. And there is a particular player at the game store that was just a jerk. I don't mind saying it. I don't care if he listens to this. Um, he, you know, he probably doesn't even remember. But this guy... You know, this kid was learning how to play Pathfinder and was completely confused and was just lost. And we were all trying to help him and, and this one guy basically treated him like, hey, you know, why don't you know this? Like, this is easy. When in fact, no, it's not easy. Hence my point, Pathfinder has a bit of a barrier, which I would suggest, hey, you know, find an easier way to explain the rules um, to newer players find a better way maybe have some you know digital material that they can learn. But anyway, moving on, um another you know one of the things that I've seen as well from the D&D versus Pathfinder, right? We talked about mechanics, we talked about ease of entry and um want to talk about preparation. With that, right? D&D has set a great tone for impromptu moments. You can as a player Say, hey, I want to go to this tavern and talk to the barmaid. Okay, cool, or the bartender, whatever, you know, set in the the actual title of the person. Cool, the DM doesn't have to prepare something. The DM can say, okay, I'm going to name this person, you know, XYZ, and then you move on and you roleplay. With Pathfinder, it really does, I never really saw... um, a lot of opportunity to have those impromptu moments right it doesn't have a lot of the open it, it can have the open world concepts but from my opinion and again this could have been a bad this could have been my DM at the time the DM could have just been like hey you know what we're not I'm not prepared for this that's fine no problem but I just you know saw myself thinking okay you know, this Pathfinder game doesn't really have a lot of those cool impromptu moments. If you wanna have those impromptu moments, you have to really prep beforehand. So with fifth edition, I would say preparation is easier than Pathfinder. And now, you know, with preparation, we talk about character creation because that's part of preparation, right? You know, as a, as a DM um, in a fifth edition compatible setting, my characters, I can create characters extremely easy. It's a very easy process. I can create NPCs quite, you know, quite literally in under, you know, 30 minutes. Um, and that and that's actually thinking um, strategically about what I want them to do. Pathfinder, not so much. You know, for example, with fifth edition, it really makes it easy to create characters from a manual perspective, you know, You get your character sheet, you get the books and you start going at it or digitally. I don't I'm not sponsored or endorsed by them, but I will say I tip my hat off to D&D Beyond. They've made it extremely easy to create characters. You know, it gives the player more time to create character backstories, which, again, when you save time like that, you're able to give that you're able to, you know, have time to do that. You're able to have the time to, you know, build a well-rounded character. However, with D&D, what I've noticed with character creation is that you really don't have a lot of customization. And the racial bonuses are almost too influential in class and character creation. So for example, if I wanna be a bard, honestly, the best combination is one of the best, strategically right if i'm going to be a min max character or player is to be a half elf a half elf bard is really powerful if i want to be you know a barbarian or a um you know fighter of some sort to be honest dwarf uh, mountain dwarf dragonborn goliath any of those really high, you know higher strength um classes or races rather are going to be better for the barbarian, right? It's, it's just good. It's just, you see that and I feel that it influences a little bit too much of the character creation, hence the reason why you have more people, you know, creating these elaborate backstories. But that, I mean, again, that's a whole different episode that's coming out soon. But with Pathfinder... I noticed that Pathfinder has a great customization feature. You really have um, these moments that I like to call max potential. And again, quote, max potential moments where you can create a role specific character that would um, align closer to what you wanna do. Actually, it would probably align closer to like a World of Warcraft MMORPG style Of game where you are essentially, you know, one's a tank, one's a DPS, one's AOE, one's doing all that stuff. One's the healer, all that good stuff. And with Pathfinder, there's a, you can do that. You can create um, that. There aren't really a lot of limitations on that as long as you stay within the rule set. Basically, whatever the book says you can and can't do, or really that you quote-unquote can't do, pathfinder lets you do now again D &D or or fifth edition says you do that that can happen right but in reality it's a little harder to create like a gunslinger right Um, until uh, honestly it wasn't until matt mercer introduced that gunslinger um from critical role and i believe that gunslinger was a conversion from pathfinder if i'm not mistaken so you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of that. And what I would honestly say with Pathfinder versus D&D 5th edition is that Pathfinder focuses on the quote unquote what, while 5th edition focuses on who they are. So Pathfinder might focus on, well, this character, you know, is a paladin. And 5th edition would focus on, well, who is this paladin? Who you know? Who is this person that presents themselves as a paladin, right? That's the difference. So, so to kind of recap from everything I've said, D and D has a very um, easy way to enter the game. It's very easy to start DMing. It's very easy to start role playing and to create characters. Pathfinder, on the other hand, is very mechanical. You're going to focus on certain rules and strategies you're gonna war game a little bit more not saying that you're not gonna role play a little bit that you're not going to be able to role play of course you're gonna be able to role play that's up to you and your players same thing with fifth edition you can quite honestly never role play and have a ha- and be happy it's just dependent upon the you know the gaming group and it's going to be dependent upon the um, players at the table um, you know with that being said preparing for D&D is a little bit easier than Pathfinder with D&D you do have those impromptu moments you have those random you know you have you have the ability to have to inject random encounters something that I create for for folks you know through my social media I've been creating more random encounters I've been you know I can basically create a map right and plug it in, share it with the world, and one of you will will and be able to use it in your game. That's pretty standard. With Pathfinder, you can kind of do the same, but it takes a little bit more preparation, right? You're gonna have to prepare because the game's a bit more tactical. Um, and then you know, as you know, so far what we've talked about with character creation, D and is very general, and Pathfinder is very specific you know, with, with D D, you know, you can be, you can pretty much create, you know, something quickly, but there's not really a lot of, um, time or there's not a lot of options to customize, right? Um, you can create a sick backstory and you can do that really with any game, but with Pathfinder, you can customize the heck out of it. So that's pretty much the recap, you know, lastly, the books, that's one of the biggest things that I've noticed. Um, with pathfinder and with dnd pathfinder has a has you know a bunch of material pathfinder first edition has the 3.5 material from dnd that you can absolutely plug in to your game so you have dnd 3.5 you have the 3.5 homebrew that was for dnd you have the pathfinder official material to utilize you have the Pathfinder homebrew material and you have the Pathfinder, you know, 3.5 open licensing, not including, you know, the second edition stuff, right? And I haven't played second edition yet, so I can't really verify. But just from counting, there's five different sources of material of official of, of really sources that you can go into. With 5th edition, there is official material there's homebrew material, and then there's open, you know, the fifth edition open game license material, right? So yeah, Pathfinder, you know, Pathfinder really has more material. Hence the reason you can create these customization and you can do a bunch of stuff. Um, they have a lot of material, and you can dig deep into it. But with D, with you know, fifth edition, until that edition's closed out, right? D&D is gonna continue producing um, material and content for the game. So you really have now, an, you have that open, um, that open access to material that people are gonna use. And plus D&D 5th edition's a little bit more popular. And I think it's more popular because of the things that we stated. I mean, there's no shame in it, but it's easier to enter into. Not, you don't, like a lot of the gamers that I've talked to, which I'm very happy about, have entered tabletop gaming because of 5th edition. That was one of the biggest things that um, that people would tell me when they got into gaming. Hey, I got into gaming because of 5th edition. And that's awesome. I don't say, I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying that it's easier to get into and, you know, these books... Have, are giving folks more opportunity and giving folks more material. I mean, we know that um, Icewind Dale is coming out, I believe, um, or whatever the, the supplement is, I, I can take a, a, a look at it. But we know that, um, I mean, we have, you know, Eberron came out for 5th edition. Um, you know, Explorer's Guide to Wildmount. Um all these different, um, all these different areas. We have, you know, Curse of Strahd. We have, um, like, we have all these different, like, things that are coming out. And actually, it is—it's it, Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, which has had some, you know, um, it's had some controversy over. But I'm not going to get into that. Um, there's just a lot of material coming out. There's a lot of material that's available from fifth edition onward, but in the sense of that's in the sense of stories, right? There's a lot of modules that you can play and yeah, like now you can, you know, it's cool to play a Goliath, you know, every now and then Wizards of the Coast comes out with or D&D comes out with um, supplement material and that's what I call, I call it supplement material or supplemental material. You know information right? where it's new classes new care new races things of that nature, and it's awesome. That's cool, but They're gonna continue producing this stuff so they have the time right? I, I see a lot of the comments of people talking about well I want to play this I want to play that I want to do this and I want to do that Well D, you know fifth edition is playing the slow play as I like to as I like to say the slow play is you are being methodical. You're, re- you know, you're releasing things little by little, versus Pathfinder. Pathfinder, except for now with Second Edition, which again recently just came out, they had a lot of material, but that's all they had. They had all this 3.5 official, unofficial, you know, homebrew stuff, open game license. They had, they had all that stuff, and I mean, and they had the 3.5. You know material so they had a lot of material, but that's pretty much it. That's all they're going to they don't really have You know anything else if you're playing first edition now second edition might be different second edition Hopefully if they did this correctly, which don't know if they did or not would have backwards compatibility with um, through you know with Pathfinder first edition meaning they you know if you play pathfinder you can carry all those books with you or a good you know portion of it and still play so in summary i really think that pathfinder and D&D are going to be for two separate folks pathfinder is going to be a very rules crunchy game and it's going to be more it's going to be very similar to an mmorpg Um, it's going to be probably similar to like Final Fantasy, World of Warcraft, those type of MMORPGs that have brilliant storylines because of the directors, creators, writers, whatever. Um, and again, you are the director, you are the creator, you're the writer, you and your table are all those. And you're going to have those brilliant stories because of the players, but when it comes to combat and, you know rules and things of that nature, you're going to have a more of an MMR, MMORPG center or focus versus D&D 5th edition. D&D 5th edition is, yes, it's a balance between combat and role-playing, but D&D is focused on the storytelling aspect and the role-play aspect so you're going to have more moments of and, and again it's depending on those on the players if you want to have if you want to tell stories and mostly role play fifth edition is going to be your game if you want to have more of a combat centered war gaming you know if you want to have a wargaming game that is you know <laughs> role play injected pathfinder might be it now you might all disagree again this is my opinion this is just my opinion as being a gamer and i would love to uh, hear more of your opinion send me an email dm me but that's really it folks that's the episode if you did enjoy this episode subscribe to the podcast if you enjoyed this episode as well be sure to leave a review hopefully a five-star review but leave a review. It actually helps me gauge what you all like um, in regards to episodes. Yeah, you can email me, which is thebeardednerdvlog at gmail.com. You can DM me at thebeardednerdmedia on Instagram. I read all those messages, I read all those comments, um, unless it's really inappropriate, and and then I just block you, (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. But um, if you disagree, or if you want something told, or if you want to hear an episode, DM me, reach out to me, comment below, leave a review, whatever it being. I hope you leave a five-star review, but leave an honest review. And lastly, share this with your friends. The more people that are listening to this, the more people that can actually start um, playing games and start enjoying what we love in the tabletop gaming industry. So that's it, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day. And as always, keep gaming.